Hey loves, and welcome to another episode of Starbound, a podcast for the spiritually curious and astrologically inclined. So, how are we all doing this week? How are we all doing? How are you feeling? What's been weighing on your mind? What's been weighing on your heart? What's been weighing on your body? I've just arrived back in the UK and I'm so freaking happy to be home. I've been traveling for the past six months, more than six months now. And in the last month or so, I started feeling a little homesick. And so, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I decided it's time. It's time to get home. It's time to feel rooted and grounded again. And not be changing location every week or other week. And immediately I feel so much more nourished. (sighs) Yeah, it's feeling really good. Really replenishing. So I would love to know what is feeling replenishing for you right now. Perhaps it's a book you've been reading. Or a shampoo you've been using or a piece of music, a song you've been listening to, a TV program that you are absolutely adoring. What is it that's lighting you up these days? What is bringing you sunshine, metaphorically speaking? Let's just reflect on this together. We have all the time in the world. So wherever you're at and whatever you're moving through, I hope you're being gentle with yourselves. Giving yourself some grace in the process of it all. And if you're finding that hard, to give that grace too. To give yourself some room to be wherever you're at. In this week's episode, I am going to explore Mercury retrograde. Because it is coming up and there's often a lot of hype around it. And I sometimes quite a lot of fear and anxiety around it. And what does it mean? And what it, what is it really about? And I want to speak about it and I want to pull a few cards. I've been reunited with all my tarot decks, which also feels so freaking good. And now I have more options to work with. So in celebration of that, I'm going to use the after tarot deck, which is scenes from the original Rider Waite that are then kind of snapshotted or imagined as just after the original scenes, if that makes any sense. And it's a wonderful deck. I bought it just before I went to Mexico back in November, maybe late October. 
and I'm going to pull a few cards on that to go through Mercury Retrograde and any messages that might come through around it. But first, I want to speak about the firstly the dates of Mex of not Mexico of Mercury Retrograde and the sign it's in and what Mercury Retrograde is about, in my opinion. So, Mercury is going to be retrograde in Gemini from the 29th of May until the 22nd of June. So, give or take a month of it being retrograde. And retrograde is when the planet appears to be moving backwards in the sky from our perspective here on Earth. It isn't actually moving backwards, it's an optical illusion, but it appears to be moving backwards. And so, even though it's not actually moving backwards, symbolically and energetically, it can feel like we are reviewing and reassessing what we think, how we're communicating. We're being asked to look at events dynamics that have been taking place. It's a great time to journal. If you aren't into journaling, then it's also a great time to just speak with yourself. Like, notice how you're speaking with yourself and with other people. Are you speaking to yourself with kindness, with lightness, with curiosity? Gemini embodies some of those qualities, especially the curiosity factor. It's worth being really open-minded and, and curious as to what will arise during this month. Not necessarily with judgment, although that's fine if that happens because we're all human beings, let's be honest, but to just see what comes up. Often it can mean technology glitches, communication issues, transport issues, Mercury rules those things. And with it being Gemini, it feels like it could impact our environment. The environment around us could impact and have us thinking about travel plans, but just traveling in our local areas. Um, it could have us, it really feels like it's going to be impacting our communication. Gemini is such a communicator. And it's also to do with lightness and yeah, lightness, levity. It feels buoyant, it feels bubbly, it feels social, it feels, it feels a bit bouncy. And so it's reflecting on where you're allowing that in your life and where you may not be. Where in your life is there levity? And just laughter and how much space do you allow for questioning? Feels a very questioning time too. Gemini's, in my opinion, always wanting to ask why. Why is something the way it is? Why is that person behaving in that way? Why am I behaving in that way? Why do I have that thought? Why do I have that value? Why do I have um, that coping mechanism I go to? 
it's really questioning these things over the next month and seeing what comes out of this reflection, what comes out of this reassessment and seeing who, what, um, not why, but who and what comes up to the surface during this time. Because it will present itself pretty clearly with whatever is on your mind. So if you're thinking about someone you've not thought about in eons, in ages, then trust that that is coming up for you to process right now, for you to explore. It feels to go back and complete cycles that haven't yet been completed, that haven't fully closed. Is there anything else with that spirit? To have fun and also to not take Mercury retrograde so seriously. That's what's coming through. We can be so, myself included, serious around these transits, but what if we approach them with just a little bit of fun and playfulness like a child would? The innocence of a child. Mercury retrograde doesn't need to be difficult. It can in fact be very enlightening as long as we appreciate the cycle of where we're at and don't ask ourselves to rush forward, but to just take time to integrate, to process, to reflect, to review, and to sit in not stillness because it's Gemini, but it's definitely more of an internal time. When a planet stations retrograde, it's often more internal, more about what is going on within ourselves than outside in our external environment. And it's both as well, Gemini's the twins. So it could be that there is going to be a balance between it impacting our external and our internal. We'll have to see what happens. So I'm going to pull a few cards around it for extra clarity using the After Tarot deck. Um, and I don't know who the artist is, I'm trying to see. It says Lo Scarabeo, which is Italian. It says it's made in Italy. The artwork is by Julia F. Massaglia. Either way, I freaking adore this deck. I haven't used it much, but I'm looking forward to getting to know it a bit better now. So let's see what comes up for Mercury retrograde and messages around it. My friend Amanda inspired me to do this episode around Mercury retrograde because after listening to my previous episode, she was like, please say you're going to give some messages around Mercury retrograde. So Amanda, if you're listening, this is definitely inspired by you. Thank you for the nudge to do this. So we have... 
let's see what cards are going to come up. I've just pulled the Emperor. And next up, Judgment. And next up, we've got the Seven of Cups. Do I need more than this, Spirit? I need more. Okay, I feel maybe one more. one page of wands so which one do I start with I feel I'm meant to start with judgment this is a time of releasing judgments releasing those thoughts those patterns those entrenched beliefs that are keeping you feeling trapped that are keeping you feeling small and tethered to what is known and familiar but not expansive anymore. This is a time to break the mold. To call out yourself on your on the bullshit. To notice your shadow, to notice where you're feeling confused, to notice the different parts of yourself. Gemini is a mutable energy, very changeable, very adaptive, and again, it's influenced by and represented by the sign of the twins. So we're not just one thing. We're really being asked to remember and recall that we are multiple things. We are multifaceted beings. It feels as well with this judgment card, there's a couple of coffins with skeletons coming out. So it's looking at those skeletons that have been hiding in the closet for a while. Layers of shame that you'd not want to look at. People that you've um, blocked out in your mind. It feels like some of this is going to be unveiled, pulled forth during this time. So you can notice it, witness it, see it, and then release any fear or shame or judgment around it. It feels a coming back to yourself, coming back to an integrated space and an accepting space for yourself and for others and for the world around you too. And it could feel a little bit like you're swimming around, like you're swimming in a sea and it's a little bit choppy not necessarily very steady and you're slightly free falling. But ultimately know that nothing can hurt you. That you deserve to celebrate yourself and these skeletons that have been in the closet for a while when they're unearthed, you're going to feel lighter and freer and more yourself than ever before. And that there's a real celebration around this. There's a real sense of self-love around this. And it feels that when you unpick this, 
unpick these pieces, witness these pieces, these parts. That it won't feel bottomless. Is there anything else with this card? Feels there's some levels around body acceptance that might come up. Body image, celebrating wherever you are at in that journey and in other journeys. And keeping an open mind when things feel unknown. When it feels like there's a void and a space. It feels things are very changeable with this particular retrograde. And so it's not feasible to be able, it's not even um, possible to cling. But just know that you're being looked after by all these different angels and beings and spirits. That they've really got your back, they're holding you. Shielding you in some way with their wings. Tucking you under their wing. And that it's all going to be okay. Anything else with this card? I feel that's it in that one. Then up next, I'm feeling guided to speak about the Page of Wands. So with the Page of Wands, It feels you're being asked during this retrograde cycle to look at where you're just trudging along, to look at where you're heading or where you've been heading and to reflect on whether this is really where you want to be going. The man in this image looks a little forlorn. He's stepping away from what appears to be his wife. And his head is downcast. He's got a wand, but it feels he doesn't know how to use it, how to wield it. Feels he's out of passion. He's not really walking towards something that truly lights him up. So with this, it feels like know that you can change direction. Know that if you've been heading in a particular way or you've been in a cycle, that that can change and it will change. It feels like there's an inevitability with being asked to think about and reflect on when it comes to this Mercury retrograde of change, that change is inevitable. That also we're being asked in some way to let the dust settle. I'm just noticing there are some leaves or pieces of hay or straw that is midair. So again, it's that free flowing, it's that flux, that things aren't yet integrated and stable and clear and 
that it's okay if you have no fucking clue where you're going right now. That it's totally okay and you don't need to speed up the process. That if you're heading in a direction that doesn't feel great, doesn't feel it lights you up, consider maybe changing your mind. Maybe choosing a different route. Anything else with this card? No. Okay, so there's nothing else in that one. Then which next? The Seven of Cups or the Emperor? I feel the Emperor. There is something we're being asked to reclaim within ourselves. You know, in the emperor, there's a man sitting on a throne. In this particular image, there is a lot of ram energy. Feels headstrong, determined, resilient, solid. Very different energies to what I've been speaking about. So I have a sense that this might be what is the outcome or what happens once we've moved through Mercury retrograde. Feeling solid again. Feeling centered, feeling purposeful, feeling determined, and feeling in our power, knowing that ultimately nothing can truly shake us to our core. Like, of course, we can be definitely shaken up. I myself have been these past few weeks, and I want to honor that. But in our core, at our soul level, I wonder if we can really truly be shaken. It feels we're going to start seeing and acclimatizing to that strength and solidity that is always present within us, despite how it may feel. Despite, even if it feels otherwise, that's what I want to say. And to notice our glory and our magnificence, it feels there's definitely the celebration tone. The message that keeps coming through is actually this is a time of great celebration. Not so much to be feared this Mercury retrograde, but actually it's going to bring so many blessings. You know, the guy in this image who's holding a golden orb and then on his um, right hand he's holding some kind of cross symbol. It's not a Roman cross, but it's some other kind of cross. May not even be the cross, I need to double check that. But and he's wearing a crown. He's got armor on in the back too. But he's also got these beautiful red robes on and a mountain seen behind him and this ram in front of him. There's definitely some celebration to acknowledge how far you've come and to big yourself up. And to see your own value once more, to feel it tangibly in your hands, in your body. To know your royalty, your royal 
sovereign power to take up that space, that presence, that energy so that you can have what it is that you want. That what you want is on its way. The armor piece is interesting and considering what the armor piece means. You know, it strikes me that he's ready for battle. But he doesn't need to. Like nothing's going on in this scene that strikes a battle. But he's prepared for it if he needs to be. He feels boundary, that's what it feels like. The armor for me feels like a boundary. And it's technically a boundary between the world outside of him and the world inside of him. With it just being over his skin. So it feels that boundaries could be a theme that come up during this Mercury retrograde too. And it would make a lot of sense because Gemini, like I said, is to do with communication. Is there anything else that wants to come through with this? Stay focused on what you want what you desire, what you deserve, and don't shy away from asking for it when the time arises. Ooh, that was strong. I loved that. Okay, and then finally, we have the Seven of Cups. So Seven of Cups often feels like indecision to me. There's a lot of different options, and the guy hasn't really worked out which one he wants. You know, there's seven different cups, all full of different little things. But in this image, in the After Tarot deck, he has chosen. He's chosen jewels and brightness. It's a little uncomfortable because he also is wrapped with a snake round his waist. So, what does this one mean? This feels like accessing our feminine energy, funnily enough. Not hiding ourselves. Choosing joy. Choosing sensuality again. Pleasure again. And also knowing that, why choose just one cup? You can have all the fucking cups. Don't limit yourself to just one mode of being, one way of expressing yourself. One gift to give yourself. Don't pigeonhole yourself. Restrict your personality and your talents because in truth they're multifaceted. What else wants to come through spirit? Shyness could arise. 
shyness. I say this because there's this one cup that's got this woman with curly hair and her eyes are not looking up. They're looking down. She looks a bit timid. So I wonder if themes, inner child themes, it feels like of shyness could come up. Maybe we're feeling a bit scared in some way to communicate how we feel. Maybe we're feeling a little voiceless. You know, just as much as Gemini is about communication, it's also about the opposite, which is not communicating, a lack of communication. Voice versus voiceless. And so it's looking at that polarity. When do you feel comfortable speaking up? With who do you feel comfortable speaking up? And what circumstances do you not feel comfortable speaking up? speaking your truth. There's a definite truth element. And also knowing that your truth can change. Seven different expressions in this card. And there's plenty more than that when it comes to us being human. So I feel this is got multi layers to it, this card. It feels on one level it's saying it's okay to be indecisive and not know what you want. On another level, it says you can have it all. On another level, it feels like a reclaiming of sensuality and pleasure and joy and abundance. Let's not forget he's holding all of these gems and golds and it looks like dripping necklaces and things. He's really like owning, yes, I've got this. It feels juicy. So not forgetting to give ourselves that time, that attention, that abundance that we really deserve. And then also that theme around shyness and speaking up and expressing all parts of ourselves. Noticing which parts feel comfortable and which parts don't. Or which parts feel comfortable and which parts feel less comfortable because it's relative, let's be honest. So is there anything else with this? I don't feel there is. So that is the channeled messages for Mercury retrograde. Is there anything else I need to speak about spirit? No. In which case, I hope this felt nourishing to you. I also want to comment on looking at where 24 degrees of Gemini is in your chart because that will show you the house that it, it's going to retrograde through. So Mercury stations retrograde at 24 degrees of Gemini on May 29th and it retrogrades back to 16 degrees of Gemini. So between 24 and 16 is where we're looking at um, in terms of where that falls within your astrology chart, your birth chart, and that will give an indication for the themes specific to you that you'll be moving through. So what I mean by that, let me pull up my chart just to give an example, and then we will finish up. But it is important to notice this. So 
24 degrees to 16 degrees. So for me, that's moving through my ninth house, which is perfect because let's be honest, it's asking me to review and assess and reflect on my travels. The ninth house rules travel, um, intuition, um, learning, education, exploring if there's anything else I want to discover both within myself and outside of myself, um, that role of being a student as well as a teacher, um, to keep an open mind to my freedom, my truth. But I love that it's going to be moving through this ninth house because of that travel component and I've just finished my travels. That feels pretty magical to me, don't you think? I definitely think so. So, I mean, obviously I'm not speaking about the ninth house super in depth, but those are some of the themes that it would represent for me during this Mercury retrograde. And um, if it's in another house, then you can just give it a quick Google and see themes of that house to give you a better idea, better understanding and more clarity around what could come up specifically for you in this Mercury retrograde time. So I'm really glad I said that. Um, but now I really am going to go. And I'm just sending you love and support, nourishment and care. And a reminder to look after yourself with as much kindness and support and fluidity as you can manage. So until next time, loves, I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.